This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 333, Regress to Success. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. Before we jump into this week's episode, let's take a moment and talk about kind of what I've now branded as the work smart philosophy around different hypnotic techniques, because this week's episode is a bit of a solo exploration in terms of the techniques that we use with our clients to help them to then produce change. So from the work smart philosophy, it comes about as all these techniques work. You just have to use them. This is not the school of thought that plays the game of that technique doesn't work or you should never, ever use this method. It's instead that everything comes down to the artistry, to the application, to the customization in terms of exactly how we take these techniques and how we bend and morph them to then fit with the client who happens to be in front of us on that specific date. And I give you this as a bit of an insight because you might sometimes run into the situation where someone reaches out to you and perhaps they've been to another hypnotist. Now, in this scenario that we're now building, perhaps it did not go as well as they would have expected. And only on a rare occasion, only on a rare situation, would you have that person then going, here's what they did. And it's all negative. Uh, (laughs) I, I make it a point to bring the conversation to a positive place, to which I find a very polite yet to the point way of expressing the statement that, well, you know, This will be a much more beneficial experience if we focus on your goals and what you'd like to create, as opposed to what that other practitioner might have done incorrectly or wrongly or whatever that might be. So we'll only take a moment to discuss what they may have done, though just as a heads up, if you had come into my office on that specific date and said the exact same things to me and gave me the exact stories and the exact outcomes you wanted to achieve... I might have ended up doing the exact same thing. And those of you that have been around me enough, by the way, know this is one of my favorite questions. So what's different now? Why now do you want to produce this change? And the power of these questions is, again, it reassociates back into the present, as well as that forward-moving momentum that our client you know, appropriately wants to create. So let your language now focus on what they want to move forward. So there's the philosophy inside of a lot of this world that we've now created, that of all these techniques work, you just have to use them. So this is not, again, the school of thought that says, always do this, always do that. And part of the theme of this week's episode, Regress to Success, is that hypnotic age regression. Oh, let's open up this little box. Hypnotic age regression tends to be a bit of a polarizing conversation in our industry. Some people absolutely love it. It's the number one thing they do with every single client, no matter what comes in the door. Some. There are others who say it's the absolute worst thing in the world. You should never do it. There's no value in it. All these techniques are good. You just have to use them. And even better, to look at the fact that hypnotic regression is a category. And for those of you that this concept might be new to, hypnotic regression is the process of I'll give you several definitions, and you could choose the one that you prefer. One would be that, theoretically, did you hear the air quotes? Theoretically, on the wavelength of the emotion that the person is experiencing that perhaps they wish to change a perception around. 
Let's phrase the hypnotic change work that way. On the wavelength of that issue are all the events where the person felt that way. And metaphorically, if you don't go back and clean up the original bad seed where the issue was first created, you're not going to create the result. Maybe. Maybe is what I'll say to that. Because there's many different schools of thought. There's not just one specific way of looking at it. So the other definition of hypnotic regression, what I just gave you was a bit more of a purist definition that inside of the subconscious processing is a record of everything you may have experienced in your life, whether you consciously remember it or not. So inside of that model, there's the concept of the repressed memory, perhaps, which I will say can be a thing, but it's a lot more rare than I'd say many in our industry often presented to be. The other concept would be, and this is a little bit more in line with where I go, would be that by way of hypnotic suggestion, we can create positive hallucinations. Now, I'm not saying we can create false memories and a bigger conversation around hypnotic age regression. And those of you inside of hypnotic workers have seen this inside of a bigger conversation around regression. We know to never lead the witness only ever ask open-ended questions. Where are you? What's going on? How do you feel? What happens next rather than who's there and what are they doing? That can be a leading question. So by way of positive hypnotic suggestion, we can create the remembered hallucination, let's go with that modifier, of a previous experience the person had gone through. The overriding thing that needs to be called out here is that memory is malleable. And remember at all times, this is a big principle we drill inside of our trainings. What we're really working on as hypnotists is perception. Experience plus emotion equals perception. And we cannot change what happened 20 years ago. Whatever happened 20, 30 years ago is exactly what it was and will still be what it was. But it's the perception that we're actually addressing. And the moment you attach memory to an experience, perception begins to shift. And over the years, seven years of doing this podcast, there's been many conversations around this. This week's episode is all about regress to success. Because let's not throw out the entire technique. Instead, let's look at this methodology of helping a client to reassociate with a previous memory, a previous experience, because the whole philosophy in terms of personal change that I bring to my client sessions is that mindset that this is not about what's wrong with you and how are we going to fix it. It's instead about what's great about you. What's great about you and how are we going to harness that and put that into use? So as a preview of where we're going inside of this week's episode, I'm going to give a bit of an overview in terms of a technique, a bit of a set piece for change that I often use with my clients. As a small side note as well, we did set up a quick website, the success trigger com, where if you want more of this specific technique, we've made a whole video training available of it for just $27. So you can listen to this entire episode and kind of reverse engineer the entire thing for yourself if you're familiar with some of these techniques. That being said, if you do want to see some demos and get the transcriptions and get a little bit more thorough detail from the teaching of these methods, and also even better, seeing the same technique done with multiple people, head over to thesuccesstrigger.com. We've made that highly affordable to make it easy for you. So you can check that out at thesuccesstrigger.com. 
Com. And with that, this week, let's dive into a principle to go inside about what's great about your client, figure out how can we harness that and how can we put that into use. So here we go. Episode number 333, Regress to Success. I have to tell you, I am massively excited uh, to share this episode with you here this week to actually dive into a technique, though, before we actually talk about the technique, I want to chat for a moment about your hypnotic pre-talk that you can go all the way back to episode number one with me inside of this series, the all positive pre-talk that again, the classic hypnotic pre-talk was from the idea of here's what's not going to happen. You're not going to fall asleep. You're not going to be made to tell secrets. There's no loss of control. And let's call out a bit of an update that's necessary to this. Our clients are the people who are reaching out to us who have already decided that they want to do hypnosis, right? So think about that for a moment. If the person has already decided they want to do hypnosis, it probably means they don't have those fears. So this is where, thank you, Sean Michael Andrews, for this little nuance. Uh, he suggests that if you're going to bring up the idea of you're not going to be made to tell secrets in hypnosis, he says to drop your eyesight down and shake your head like it's the silliest idea in the world because it's a different connotation when you break eye contact and kind of shrug off the idea, if you're not going to be made to tell secrets versus if I stared you in the eyes and said today, you're not going to be made to tell secrets because you know what? If that wasn't your concern, it is now. So the all positive free talk back to episode number one of this entire series is all about talking what is going to happen rather than what isn't going to happen. Now, inside of my process with clients, I'm typically a multiple session practitioner with some exception for specific issues. I classically only do the all positive pre-talk in the first session. That being said, I think this might be one of the first times I talk about this concept with 300 plus episodes already launched behind every sort of advanced change that I'm going to often do with my client sessions. I'm going to do a bit of a mini pre-talk to kind of condition a specific technique before I ever do it with my client. And the whole reason behind this, the whole reason behind this is that by conditioning the client to hear the technique, thank you, Jess Marion, for this cool nuance, that describing the technique is also doing the technique. So listen to a few quick examples of this, by the way. So you find that moment where it seems like part of you wants this and part of you wants that. Well, in the process today, we're going to metaphorically access those two opposing forces within your mind and bring them together. So rather than two parts of you working in opposition, it's going to be instead the result that this one unified part of you will be working towards that common goal. Make sense? And they go. Uh-huh. And we like to call that a hypnotic contract. Your client has just basically agreed that the technique you're about to do is going to work for them. And that's a beautiful thing to have going into that session. Because again, describing the technique is also doing the technique. Let's say it's the old school kind of classic regress to cause model. So today's not so much about the pulling out the magnifying glass and looking through the past and finding where did this come from. Instead, the real focus of today is let's, well, let's swap out the magnifying glass for another prop. Let's switch it out perhaps for a slingshot. Because think about this. We're only ever going to pull back today so that you can now release that old story. 
And we can then use that momentum to propel you into your outcome. Make sense? And right there, I've just described the entire regress to cause informing child process, future progression, and the whole set piece that we often refer to as hypnotic regression of the cause model. So behind every technique, if I can call my shot in advance, I'll screen it by the client. Uh, those of you inside uh, some of my trainings, there's a video where I work with this woman, Rebecca, for Stop Smoking, and we published the second session working with her. And it was interesting because it looks like we're just having small talk about finding random appliances in our basements and our garages and realizing they didn't work. And then when we disposed them, it wasn't like we had to go buy a new one. You know, she went off on this story around, oh, I've been doing Atkins for two years and my nephew was in town. And I may be mixing up sessions here, but the story still stands. Uh, my nephew was in town and I realized he wanted some toast. So we went out and bought some bread. I haven't been eating a lot of carb stuff or processed things. And after two years of not using my toaster, I didn't realize it stopped working. And at least I threw it in the recycling bin. But she goes, because I haven't used it, I didn't rush out to buy a new one. We just toasted it in the oven, in the broiler. She set the stage for me. Some of you are smiling and nodding here already because I kind of fed the metaphors back to her. And there should not be a surprise that the session then led into a control room metaphor. Finding that part of you that used to need those cigarettes. And now take as much time as you need to release that on your own. And as you've disposed of it to the point that you know you never need to bring it back because it no longer serves any value to you, as you've done that for yourself, nod your head. See, we can run a pre-talk, a mini pre-talk if we want to brand it here, a mini pre-talk inside of the session prior to the session actually to kind of condition for, let's say, more advanced strategies. So today's process now we're going into teaching mode. Today's process is not about what's wrong with you and how are we going to fix it. Instead, today is going to be about accessing the strengths and the abilities you have. Because I'll tell you, um, you would think here's that person out there who is facing a lot of issues in their life. So many things are falling apart and just nothing's going well. And you would think that person would be my client. And surprisingly, those people don't call me. I mean... They should, <laughs> but that tends to not be the person who responds to what I put out there. Instead, just as we've already discussed, the people who end up working with me are often those folks that everything is going great. All these things are going wonderfully, but you know, it's just that one thing. So today's about harnessing all of those strengths and abilities you already have, and then using that as that mechanism to then propel you into that outcome and lock in the ability that you can do it on purpose. Quick side question, by the way. Do you ever have that day where by accident you feel good? And I know that's a weird question, but do you ever have that day where by accident, like you feel full of energy, you feel extremely focused and like maybe you're in your head in a positive way. It's like, did I get more sleep? Did I eat a better breakfast? Is it the weather? Is it who knows what? What if you instead could have the ability to do that on purpose? What if instead on demand, you could activate that confidence, that productivity, that focus, that strength, that fill in the blank, whatever the client wants to achieve. Magic question, if not a contract coming your way, would that be helpful to you? They always say yes. Great. So that's my mini pre-talk. That's my sort of 
preamble before doing the success trigger, which again, I'm going to go through the whole process here on this week's episode. You can make use of a lot of what I've shared with you. It's going to be faster and easier and low cost, thesuccesstrigger.com. So this is classically for me, uh, let's say a second session strategy. I don't tend to go into this too soon inside of a session one, but there's always going to be exception. Again, part of our philosophy here, never ever use absolutes. And once again, that statement is an absolute, so take it for what it's worth. So typically session number two, I'm going to agree with Richard Nongard here and often uh, not to be too much of a creature of habit, session one classically for me is going to be like a Dave Hellman induction or some modification because it's not just an effective induction, though it is an effective induction. It's also a process that trains me and the client to be responsive to each other. That's why I lean heavily on that sort of workhorse of a technique. Classically, session two, though, is where I'm going to go into a bit of a progressive muscle relaxation, but it's not meant to just be the PMR to relax the client as the induction. Again, credit to Richard Nongard for calling this out in our industry, the opportunity that the induction can teach your client skills. As we both tend to say, it's not just about doing hypnosis with your client, it's about teaching your client to live hypnotically. And if all we did was just simply ingrain that ability to take it all down a couple of notches, that would very often resolve a lot of the issues that our clients tend to be facing. So that's typically my go-to strategy for a session two. There's going to be always some bit of uh, variation to this. I know there are some in our industry who have said it's not a hypnotic induction, yet it does tend to be one of the most researched and proven hypnotic te induction techniques. So let's go with uh, let's go with uh, research-based, uh, evidence-based strategies rather than sales pitches. So the PMR tends to be my go-to for that second appointment. There may be some reiteration of the techniques from the first appointment. Everything is always based on, give me a report. How have things been going since we last met? What changes have you noticed? And that's what's then basing the session. If I'm going to launch into this technique we're talking about this week, regress to success, or as I've branded it, the success trigger, which for those of you, by the way, let's give some credit, who have read Art of Hypnotherapy by Roy Hunter, you might notice that this is based upon something that was in his book. I've added a few more elements that are on top of it, yet it simply begins from the process that now I've got a hypnotized client in front of me, and I'm going to start to build the case for positivity. I'm going to pull out some of the ego strengthening techniques. I'm going to pull out some of the ego strengthening principles. And from there, I don't need to go for very first time as we're about to now branch into a regression. What I'm going to typically do here, and this is a bit of a nod to some of the text inside of Roy's uh, book there, Roy Hunter's Art of Hypnotherapy, is that from a general perspective, I may have three arbitrary positive locations I'm going to bring you to. So the roadmap of this, just to kind of walk you through where we're about to go with this specific method. I'm going to do three positive hypnotic age regressions, one after, one after the other. From each of them, we're going to start to stack an anchor. For those that are new, an anchor is the ability to connect a sensory experience to another sensory experience. 
This is nothing new. This is something you've done on your own every day of your life. When you hear a piece of music and it reminds you of a memory, that's anchoring. When I came downstairs this morning and my wife, I could smell it, was making cinnamon buns. I smelled the smell. I knew exactly what was in the oven. That was anchoring. Uh, Whenever one thing happens and it triggers another experience, that's anchoring. So, So think about that for a moment, by the way. It's anchoring that gets our clients into their issues. So isn't this a great little premise? The same way into the problem is often the same way out. So the roadmap of this is that I'm going to make three positive age regression experiences, one after the other. We're going to draw out the positive experiences from three unique events. And again, we're going to stack the anchor on something specific for the sake of this week's episode to keep us on task with this method. I'm going to go with a finger squeeze or a closed fist. Let's keep that simple. Those of you who have heard before my bit on organic anchoring, where I can chat with the client before the session begins and say, we can attach what we're about to build today with something you can do on your own. It could be this, it could be that, it could be something of your own choosing. It could be a word. What's best for you? For the sake of teaching in this audio format, let's stick with just a finger squeeze, thumb and finger together. That's all we need for this. Three positive experiences. Arbitrarily, if I don't have a specific roadmap in mind, I'm going to go for a moment of academic success, a moment involving learning. I'm going to go for physical success, a time of physically doing something that you didn't think you could. I'm going to go for creative success, a time of thinking outside of the box and solving something on your own. Those are my three go-tos. There's going to be exception, though. Before COVID hit, there were a lot more athletes reaching out to me. Uh, Sporting events are rapidly coming back as I'm recording this. Just to timestamp this episode, it was announced this morning. There'll be no spectators at the Tokyo Olympics because it's a different world at the moment. But inside of working with an athlete, most of the athletes that I'd work with, they're not the weekend warrior. They're not the amateur. You know, people don't buy a set of golf clubs and suddenly go, man, I need a hypnotist. There's a little bit more logical of a connection to reach out and work with a golf coach, perhaps first. Um, I very comfortable in water, but I didn't feel like I was as strong as a swimmer as I could be. And I could look at the issue that I was having a while ago in terms of swimming, just never comfortable swimming laps. And that was not necessarily an emotional thing. I just needed a better technique. So I went to a swim coach instructor and said, let's do a couple of sessions. Teach me this specific style. Total immersion swimming. Phenomenal, by the way. So you can see that there's a roadmap to this. If it's the athlete, most of my athletes fit into the category of, I've been doing this thing my entire life and I'm world-class at it. They don't say that though. Um, But then something happened and now they're in a problem. So I've had so many public speakers that again, rocked it out for so many years but here's the event that didn't go well. So what are we going to do here? Rather than the sort of cookie cutter framework that still works, mind you, of academic success, physical success, creative success, rather than those three, I'll pick three specific moments of feeling confident. For those that have been through Work Smart Hypnosis Live, the uh, training that we do both in person as well as uh, mostly online these days, of course, There's a game that happens in the training where people would start to ask by the second event, 
Um, well, could I do it this way? And I let them all know early on. By the time we hit the second class, many of you are going to start to exercise your own creativity and start asking questions of the nature of, could I do it this way or could I do it that way? And the answer is always the same. Yes, you could. Test it out. See how it goes. So could I do a mixture of their own experiences and some of these external experiences? Yes, you could. So make this your own in all the ways that you choose. Because this is a process based upon you. And in a moment, you're going to discover that ability to reconnect with an experience that very likely even you didn't know you'd be thinking of today. A moment that can be defined as academic success. And I'll tell you what's interesting is that so often the moment I say that, people's minds begin to wander perhaps to what exactly does that mean? And the beauty of it is this, there's no right, there's no wrong. Whatever it means to you is exactly what's right for you. For some people, it's a moment of graduation. For some people, it's a moment in time of passing a test or exam or a quiz. It might even be a time where you learn how to do something so well, you were able to teach it to somebody else. There's no right. There's no wrong. Whatever first pops into your mind is exactly what's right for you. So notice where your mind takes you in a moment as I count backwards from five to one, and you can travel through this experience and find yourself in an earlier moment that we can define as academic success. Success involving learning is five, connecting through time, four, maybe younger, maybe smaller, three, as if you can go inside of that experience and see it through your own eyes and hear it in your own body. The numbers two and one, just be there in that experience now. Best way to do it is just to do it. So let's talk through that. What I'm looking at negating is the old scenario of, well, I've never felt that way. I've found that languaging of there's no right, there's no wrong, whatever first pops into your mind is exactly what's right for you. Even kind of calling out. Now, this is what's different about regressing to a successful experience versus, quote, the cause, the problem model. I don't need first time. And sincerely, whatever first pops into their mind is exactly what we need for this experience. I just need something. And this is where some of you might ask, do you ever ask your client what they connected with? And here's the answer. You could test it out, see how it goes. I don't tend to because all I need to be able to do, let's use a fancy word, is calibrate. I just need to observe my client and see that they're accessing this emotion. They're going from some neutral state into something more invigorated. So I built the case for the first positive regression and then from there, there's no right, there's no wrong, and a bit of ambiguity on purpose. Notice where your mind takes you as we count backwards from five to one. This is that bridging technique in terms of writing it from that emotion into the experience. Your simplest formula for doing that five to one count to deepen into the experience is to use as much sensory language as you can. Hit the visuals, hit the auditories, hit the kinesthetics, be there in your own body, see it through your own eyes, hear the sounds in your own ears, be there in that experience. This is that reassociating moment. Now, we want to get a little bit of content here. The classic regression would have the inside or outside, daytime or nighttime routine. I'm going to do that here specifically because, and I say this to my client because I've anecdotally found it to be true, as you move inside of that experience, as you respond out loud, it takes you even deeper into this moment. 
So be there in that experience. As you respond out loud, it makes it even more real around you. Is it inside or outside? Inside. Daytime or nighttime? Daytime. Alone or with people? With people. Be there in that experience. And now let that feeling of success begin to rise up throughout you more and more. Let that feeling begin to invigorate. Let that feeling begin to grow stronger and stronger. In fact, now, as we talked about before, take that finger and thumb and bring them together. And as you squeeze, as you rhythmically squeeze, squeeze and pump and pulsate that finger, let that feeling of success begin to rise up throughout you more and more. Let this invigorated sensation grow stronger and stronger, feeling it spread far beyond your body, like surrounding, like rays of energy, like rays of sunlight. Feel that ability in your body and now release those fingers and relax, letting every breath you exhale help to guide you to a place of calm and focus and ability. Sounds around you mattering less and less. This is a time for you. So there's the first positive regression. What did we do there? We brought up the emotion, excited it a bit, and then like a computer, copied and pasted that onto that gesture. So now I'll be brief for the next two bits because I'm going to repeat the same sequence with two more positive regressions. Again, a time of physical success, which could be a moment of a sport, could be at times in terms of a health goal. There's no right, there's no wrong. Whatever first pops into your mind is exactly what's right for you. Five, four, three, two, one. Be there, bring up that feeling even greater, even stronger. Take the finger and thumb. I'm giving you the Cliff's Notes version here now. Begin to rhythmically squeeze, squeeze, and pump, and pulsate, and turn that feeling up even greater and stronger. Notice that changing feeling in your body. I love me some ambiguities. Notice that changing feeling in your body as it begins to blend and morph with that previous sensation, growing up stronger, and release those fingers and relax. Again, I'm going to do a longer sequence in terms of bringing up the physical one, and now I'm going to go for one more. Once again, for the easy sort of cookie cutter approach, education, physical ability, creativity. If I've got three specific positive experiences that I can draw upon, my public speakers, my athletes, I'm gonna go with that. That's gonna be my choice instead. If I don't have that content, the other three knocking on particle board have yet to fail me and still get the work done. Creativity is one you've gotta give a little bit more energy to, um, there's no right, there's no wrong. Uh, maybe it was the time you solved a problem in a unique way, or maybe it was even the decision to resolve this issue in a way different than you ever have before. There's your, that's going to catch everybody. Uh, as I count from five to one, go into that moment of creative ability, five, four, three, two, one, bring up the emotion, stack the anchor even again. It's the same gesture each and every time, mind you and release and relax. So we have right now the ability that I've now brought up three positive states, three positive emotions. And now we're going to start to do some integration, which again, I can hear it even though I'm recording and releasing a week in advance. Uh, <laughs> there is some furious note-taking for those who want the shortcut head to the success trigger.com. Uh, make sure you put the word the in there, the success trigger. There's multiple demos. There's transcriptions of every demo. There's uh, the full explanation there for you too. I wanted to give you a preview because this may be enough for some of you, for anyone else. That's why we've made it extremely affordable. This way you get access to it. That That's just the uh, 
easy way of doing it then. Now we're going to start to do the integration. Because in a moment, something very interesting is going to happen. Let me sidebar on that for a quick moment. Phrases like that can build incredible mental expectancy. Those of you who have seen my work on hypnotic phenomenon, there's the power of the phrase, this is the part you might be talking about later. That is one of the most powerful hypnotic deepening statements I've ever found because it just brings the mind into that laser-focused deep state where, wow, something's about to happen. Without saying the bold suggestion, in a moment, you're never going to be able to bend your arm despite the fact I tell you, no, don't be weird. Uh, instead, because you know what's interesting? This is the part you might be talking about later. Because check this out, the more you try to bend that arm, it gets even stronger. The power of that phrase, this is the part you might be talking about later. The version inside of this technique that we're talking about, in a moment, something very interesting is going to happen. I'm going to count from one to three. And at the count of three, discover you already have this ability. I'm going for an assumptive close here rather than in a moment. You will do this. Discover you already have this ability. At the count of three, we'll have you squeeze those fingers together again. And notice this. You can blend and morph these three feelings together as one. Into that one in the zone peak performance state of mind as one expectations rising energy increasing. Two, letting these feelings begin to build and bubble up throughout you more and more. And three, that's right. Take that finger and thumb and begin to rhythmically squeeze, squeeze, and feel that sensation becoming something new. Feel this empowered state of mind surrounding your entire body. And I'm going to bring it down. I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to fractionate at this point. I'm going to drop the feeling down, squeeze it again, bring it up even stronger and release every breath guiding you deeper. And once again, as easy as I suggest it, is as easy as it becomes. Take that finger and thumb, squeeze it once more, turn up that feeling even greater, even stronger, and relax. So now we've done the stack and the blend. Now we've got to put this thing to use. Because in a moment, let's add one more layer to this. At the count of three, once again, you'll squeeze the fingers. At the count of three, again, you can blend and morph these feelings together. And one more time, this time at the count of three, discover this. You can ride that feeling. You can ride this positive sensation into that outcome that you are so create, ready to create. One, expectations rising, energy increasing. Two, letting this feeling of excitement begin to build up throughout you more and more. And three, connect that finger and thumb and travel through this empowered sensation and be there in that situation. Now, this is where I've got an idea already in terms of where they want to go. I know what the outcome they want to create, and this is what's going to morph my language here. So, examples. Be there, and as you're there in that courtroom, feeling that energy coming up through the ground and feeling your own voice resonating in the chambers of your body as you feel this incredible sensation, as you're speaking with confidence, as you're speaking with authority, and begin to rhythmically squeeze, squeeze a gesture so small, so subtle, you could do it anytime, anywhere, without anyone even realizing you're doing something. Go inside of that experience and mentally rehearse it through all of your senses and to realize this outcome is nothing new. This is who you are. Breathe into that. That's right. And release and relax. So right there, in a bit of a quick preview, a bit of a quick training module, there's the approach. We're going to do three positive hypnotic regressions 
We're going to stack the emotions of each one on the same anchor. Then we're going to do a blend of the three disconnected states together as one. And then like the surfer out in the water waiting for the powerful wave to ride to the shore, we're going to ride that feeling into their outcome. As I often set the stage for, there's really not much of a technique that of a client issue that you could not use this framework of a technique for. I say framework because already in the recording of this episode, you've heard several variations as to how it could possibly go. The artistry is in the customization to the individual. And again, you can make use of what I've shared with you on this week's episode. If you're already familiar in some way with these principles, I'll throw in two more concepts here before we wrap this up. One would be the fact that we have to call out that mathematically speaking, the movie Spaceballs by Mel Brooks is a far superior movie than all of the George Lucas Star Wars movies put together. Here's why. It took one movie for the Lone Star character to realize he already had the Schwartz. It took uh, three movies in the original Star Wars movies for uh, Luke to realize he already had the Force. So mathematically, Spaceballs is a far superior movie. What the hell does this have to do with hypnosis? I hear you cry. <laughs> it's the principle that I now nickname this the Schwartz principle. If you're ever going to create a technique, you need to also negate the fact that the technique is necessary long term. Just, just my take on things. And here's the simple language pattern that makes this happen. Because the more you make use of this as a technique, the better it's going to work for you. And of course, the better it works for you, the less you're going to need it as a technique. There it is. That's what I've now nicknamed the Schwartz principle. So we're going to build the case that the more they make use of it, it becomes the natural, it becomes the norm. And secondly, on top of that, as it now becomes the normal, they don't have to use it as a technique because now it's just a thing that they can do. And there's some language that I teach in terms of how to actually go about doing that. There's also the part that you may have noticed the delivery of this week's episode is a bit more theatrical than what some of you may be comfortable doing. And remember this, emotion is the language of the unconscious mind. If I sat here in a dull monotone and just went, just imagine now you were the most confident you've ever felt, that's right. Feel that excitement just rising about you as you're on top of the world feeling, yeah, right. But instead, match the emotion to your language. So if I'm trying to bring you, the best way to talk about this is just the simple concept of sweep your client into the experience. Bring them into the experience. Rather than watching it and observing it, the easiest way to get association rather than watching it like a movie dissociated, you go first. You go into the experience with them. And the one way to do this is play with that emotion, play with that language. You may want to do some rehearsal on your own time. So that whole task is I'm starting small. I'm beginning to ramp you up into the experience. And now I'm letting my voice begin to rise as you feel that excitement increasing. And this is what we like to call a Shakespearean heroic build. Or if you've seen the movie Braveheart, they'll never take our freedom. Couldn't get through it. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> but again, space balls. The opportunity to sweep them into the experience. And for extra credit, there's a way you can also go about doing this where I call that out to my client. Notice I've been using this big booming voice so that now I'm just going to talk to you. No excited voice, no climbing 
you know, intonation. And notice how without the distraction of my energy, you can do this even better on your own. So there you go. Hypnotic regression is not just about finding the cause. It's not just about cleaning up the past. It's also about finding out what's great about your client and asking yourself, how do we harness this and how do we put this into use? So I want to hear from you what themes you found yourself uh, responding to inside of this session, what techniques you're going to start to use. You can take what I've shared with you and go a good distance with that. If you want a low cost and complete, you know, full complete training on this uh, with multiple demos and transcriptions ready to go, we've made that affordable at thesuccesstrigger.com. I knew that was a resource that people would want by chatting about this. So we've just uh, popped online and made that available for you at thesuccesstrigger.com. Either way, go inside about what's greater with you. Find what's great about your client and bring your client into their success with the strengths and resources they already have. Jason Lynette here once again. And as always, thank you so much for interacting with this program, for using these methods to further help your clients. I've said this for years. The more we're all successful, the more we're all successful. So when all of you are out there getting phenomenal results with your clients, you know what? I see clients too. It makes my job a whole lot easier. So thank you for growing this profession. Thank you for leaving your reviews and comments online and sharing this in your ongoing dialogues in the community. Uh, we've got some cool episodes coming up with some phenomenal people you have not yet heard from, some great episodes coming your way. Hope to see you in a few days. Many of you at HypnoThoughts Live in Las Vegas, if you're listening to this just in time, htlive.net. And if you want to check out the resources that go along with what I've shared this week, we've made that available to you really easily at thesuccesstrigger.com. Thanks for listening. Get out there and find what's great about your clients and put that stuff to use. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at WorkSmartHypnosis.com.